You're listening to episode 304 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I am thrilled that we lit the fire that is Battleborn Pins and Moonshot. It's a goofy thing to forever be like, no, I don't want to get any advertisers. I don't want to get any sponsors. And then finding somebody be like, oh, can I talk about you a lot? Would you be, would you be okay with that? Be like, yeah, that'd be fine. We wouldn't have a problem so, with that. So you're so excited and you just can't hide it. You're about to lose control, <laughs> and, and you think you like it. Is that what you're telling us? Is that what's going I, on here? I, I, I don't like your phrasing, but um, I, I can't yes. object with the, with the messaging. Pretty sure yeah. that's what's going on here. It does, it does <laughs> seem to be the conundrum I'm currently in. But well, there it is. Oh, and even cooler. Even cooler. See, here's, here's really the reasons why I do this. It's no discount. It's no comps. It's no money. What it is is... I know what the next six or seven shirts are going to be. They're still working on them, so you guys can't see them yet, but I know what they are. <laughs> Big secret. I know what they're going to be. I know what they're going to look like. It's, uh, it's actually kind of dangerous that he found a company that he's like, you know, I got this idea. And they're like, okay, we'll do that. I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what's, oh, no. You know what's funny? They both do that. They're just kind of like, this is awesome. This guy, It's like we bought somebody like, we need you to come up with ideas. Like, oh, I have fucking ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you want more people to give you ideas? Like, yeah. Oh, oh, they'll give it to you. <laughs> oh, speaking of, one of the, actually two of them, I, I won't give away who, but two of the designs that were recommended for, since last, since just last week, when we announced, if you've got any, you know, suggestions, let us know. Two of them were sele- selected to, to go into development. I think there's something like a giant ego trip that's going on here. It's like, I'm now super important. Mark's like, look what I did. I know, right? That, I did this. Right. <laughs> I'll be that crazy guy. Like, like in 20 years, every time you see somebody with one of these minted shirts, like, I did that. <laughs> that was my idea. That was me and Moonshot right there. Right there. But it's really, it's really good that you found someone that you're, you know, you're passionate about, and they, you know, it's a good, it's a good like a symbiotic relationship that you yeah. can both kind of uh, support each other. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so uh, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. Surprisingly, Alistair is back Woo-hoo! after a goodness, like how a many, how many years now? <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. 
and then actually the moving out here and changing oh, right, my because much made it. Because the reviews, like I started, I finally got onto the writings. Yeah, God, it has been a long yeah. time, hasn't it? It's been <laughs> before we did a review. Although it doesn't seem like it because we see him every month. Right, yes. all the time. So it <laughs> well, we, with the with the eight hour time difference, is recording reviews is going to be a little bit of a right. <laughs> yeah, bit of a nightmare. Now. That's okay. We yeah. we have a, we have a new concept that uh, <laughs> that that you may or may not, Patreon subscribers may or may not be inundated with the concept <laughs> so that way i can get a real understanding of do you like this what do you like about it what's interesting about it or is it not interesting uh, or is it, it not interesting or i might be like i don't really care uh, you'll just fucking get them whenever <laughs> I, don't, I don't i think it's been a literal content explosion this week that we've had true. True. yeah so, uh, <laughs> well at least every day yeah. we're fine at least once a day if not more we're finding what i'm coining well I, I didn't coin it but what i'm i'm calling an effortless experience where if we can capture content well, it's effortless effortless for you for you as far as getting content Well, but anyway. even you like yeah like i don't i don't want any of this to be contrived i don't want it to be like so what's going on like this interview like no like the fun part is the shit that just happens when you're doing nothing so it's the Seinfeld. It's the Seinfeld effect, Karen. That's what I'm trying to grab. It's, you're basically eavesdropping. I think of what it's called. It's spying, spying yeah, on people, eavesdropping. Again, like, I'm like not a huge fan of your, your work. Or it's just it's being fly on the wall, isn't it? If you're a fly on the wall in this situation, this is the kind of stuff you'd be hearing. I feel like I feel like the lawyer in me wants to object based on on, on the statements being argumentative. <laughs> <laughs> Objection. Overrules. You're just, Overrules. Lately, you're just arguing everything. You, you're, I, well, yeah. because, well, because now logic and law are starting to fuse themselves together, and I'm like, fuck, where am I stuck? How do I get out of this? Or how do I protect myself? I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it just has to do with your attitude. You are arguing everything This is a lately. game in my... You know what, Karen? If you don't want to share in my experiences anymore, I'll keep them to myself. I feel like that uh, you, really? should, you need to uh, you need to cut back on the Judge no. Judy. I think you're watching too much Judge Judy. I think no, that's what's going on here. No, it's literally the court TV. He's literally <laughs> 24/7 watching. Twenty four seven, almost. Like yeah, they're much, almost yeah. they're airing. He's listening to testimony. He's listening to um, just lawyers arguing. Like literally, it's like he's sitting in a courtroom. Trials on demand. Yeah. Going, oh my Trials God! Listen to that demand. argument. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. Wow. Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of testimony. Sometimes you get transcripts. I'm like I'm like a featured poster on their on their their fucking board. Like I don't know how it happened, but they're like top featured, contribu- he is. He's a featured top contributor. Featured contributor or something Uh-oh. like that. Top contributor or something. On their I'm website like or Facebook page. Definitely guilty. He's definitely I'm, I'm guilty. Like, I'd like to believe it's because I've had some insightful thoughts on that, but I'm almost like I, I, I don't know. I feel like it. Nobody I, else is giving them that I much feel, response. I feel like it's one of those things where any of us have like. I don't know why they keep giving me like all these comps. I have no idea. That's kind of what I think this is. Like they act, they think I'm someone else. Oh, no. Like this isn't. You're, I shouldn't be getting this attention. You're, you're, you're masquerading as a as a would be lawyer. It's, I think Tony's influence is rubbing off on you. Maybe yeah. Yeah. you need to stop hanging out with that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was. Uh, Tony gave me the taste, and then and then uh, Court TV came along and are now just supplying the heroin. And when they met, it was moida. <laughs> No, it's just been, it's it's me having extended conversations with my wife about litigation and or trying to infuse a litigation terms into our like our relationship. Like, oh, I object. There's no foundation laid for that. Like, you're an asshole. Like, I am. I, yeah, yeah I can't. I pretty much give you that I, deadpan look. Like, really? I apologize. Really? Like, well, because it's it's instinctual. It just happens. So then I just have to apologize. Like, I did it again. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, shall we uh, talk about Random Vegas this week? Yes. 
May Advertising, a Las Vegas ad agency, created 250 logos for the Union Plaza, now known as Plaza, before one was approved. Look at that from at Vital Vegas. I want to see them all. All of them. <laughs> I want to see every incarnation of it laid out right in front of me. Why did you take that one? Right in order. <laughs> I just, I, because I, that's the shit that I think is fun. One of my, my, the things that I love about, honestly, like it, the perks of being me, being 360 Vegas, is getting to see that shit. Like going, where do you guys store all the napkins? Ah, I know where they <laughs> store the napkins. You guys don't know where they store the napkins. I know it. <laughs> don't tell Rob. And it's shit like that. It's shit like that that I get a, I get a huge kick at. Don't tell Rob. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All, all of a sudden, it. all of a sudden, it becomes like the smuggling ring that I become a part of, uh, and I get banned. For, I'll be I'll, that's how I get on the banned list. I get going to like going. The dude had a giant smuggling ring of <laughs> napkins to Chicago. Your napkins honor, napkins and uh, drinks, drinksters. Like and, we were yeah. losing hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of dollars worth of these. Like wait a minute, so so they were stealing them for distribution. I'm like no, for use. <laughs> they just wanted them. <laughs> they offered to pay, but we were like, yeah, but we don't really have that set up. Like, well, I feel like you've left me no choice then, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I do feel as if I'm slowly turning to Rob because I, I think I picked up one of these swizzle sticks from Bally's Lobby Bar and also swiped a Dorsey uh, uh, napkin or one of those table coasters. mats is what coasters, yeah. So uh, that's uh, more souvenirs to going home with me this weekend. You know what's funny? So the, the collector in the Vegas collector in me instantly thought, ooh, you know what I need to remember to look up is what kind of display cases do they have for that stuff? Oh my God. And halfway, halfway through that, not even halfway, Karen, I would say a third of the way through that idea, I'm like, no, you have enough. You do have enough. Stop it. You got this shirt thing that's out of fucking control, yep. this goddamn pin thing, just yep. fucking relax. And, and you I'm already like, have the dice, the chips, the cards. I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. You're absolutely right. I just added two new expensive things, so... Like, he's gotten so many new shirts, I have to buy him more hangers. On this week's episode of Vegas Hoarders, we speak to Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but hoarders, organized, not cluttery, like everything. <laughs> oh, hoarders with OCD. Right. <laughs> OCD hoarders, there you go. Like, people are going into the house going, I don't understand the problem. This place is immaculate. Everything is in order. Like, that's the problem. They're suffering. Like Everything's too alphabetized. I don't know, man. <laughs> this seems like the kind of suffering we all want. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the uh, twit pick of the week. The monologue for this week's winner will be unique in that it gives me a chance to share some insight into what goes into Vintage Vegas research. Or maybe it's just a fun fact with impeccable timing. I'm currently working on a large project to document the evolution of Fremont and the people who played a part in it. Recently, my research has led me to a connection to the owners of the various casinos that existed in the place known today as Bonanza the world's largest gift shop, on the northwest corner of Las Vegas Boulevard in Sahara. Almost as if they knew I was going to need it, At Neon Museum shared a picture of the two casinos that existed at that location for a time, Money Tree and Honest John's Casino. As previously stated, research is ongoing, so that's all I can tell you about those two casinos. <laughs> Just the names yeah. of where they were. Yeah, I'm not being coy. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a cool picture. I love any time that, you know, the Neon Museum. I love when they rotate the signs around and switch them out. So it's, you know, for those of us that go rather frequently. You'll appreciate this as a local now. 
What I like about these is both of these casinos remind me of the Dotties, of the little janky places that don't seem to be much more than just a building where they actually even, I would argue, the Mint, right down the street from where this, this yeah, photo was taken. I was disappointed. It's like just a building in a, a strip bar. mall that they then have a bar in and uh, tables with... Tabletop. Yeah, like tabletop. Yeah, that's it. That, that's, 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 all, it. that's all the place is. And that's what these look like, except better, they're making a fucking effort with big signs and sparkly things like, casino, where Dottie's just kind of like, hey, we got a casino over here in this trip. Oh, there's a lot of people coming here. I mean, hers is clearly more reasonable and thought out, but look at this, and I'm like, oh, Honest John. Yes, come on. So if this is 1973, in they've got a, a free $10 slot play. How much was $10 worth back in 1973? Right? That seems like an amazing hold, deal. Hold on. Absolutely. Right, we get, we'll get the converter. Get the calculator out. Right. But also that, that money tree, that swoop and the swirl. I mean, look at that. Look at that font. Uh, yep. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I love that. I love that basically the exact same structure is still there. We just lost those it's, signs. Yeah, you can you can see the bones of it, can't you? Yes, and that's the fun part about it. <laughs> oh, your math is slow. <laughs> I can't find the website. I know. I'm sorry. It's like... just, just take us out. She'll find it later. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll jump in later when I found okay. it. To be continued. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, featured on all our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. $10 in 1973 would be $57.68 today. $50? Yeah, I mean, almost 60 bucks in free slot. That's what you get from Cosmo every week now. <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. You ain't kidding, brother. And I take advantage of it, too. You can send it to me? Okay. I will come down once a week and redeem and play. Maybe grab a bite to eat. <laughs> with, your, with your account update uh, addiction. Right, right. <laughs> Refresh. Yeah, Refresh. Are. Refresh. Where's it's my not updating. Points out there. It's not updating. <laughs> okay, so let's move into the news. First up, we have the Caesars Eldorado merger. This is a pro transition right there. I thought I was going to have to coach you into it. Well done, sir. <laughs> Eldorado Resorts and Caesars Entertainment have merged, including acquiring Caesars debt. The deal will cost Eldorado $17.3 billion in cash and stock. The new company will be called Caesars, and it will be split. 51% going to Eldorado and its shareholders, 49 to Caesars and its shareholders. The new company is now the largest gaming company in the world. That's because Caesars was already the largest gaming company in the world, so they just got even bigger. Because combined, the new company, Caesars, like it's, it's just cut the point. Let's get, let's get right to it. Has 60 casinos in 14 states. However, it's expected that assets will be sold off in markets where both of the former companies had casinos. Possibly the biggest news to come out of all of this from Eldorado CEO Tim Regg, who said they will sell at least one Caesars property on the Vegas Strip. Later this week, Tillman Fertitta, owner of the Golden Nugget, the company who originally tried to purchase them or, you know, kind of do a merger thing with Caesars before Icon, he stated he is 100% interested in picking up one or two Strip properties that Caesars is looking to unload. 
if you don't consider that to be the biggest news, maybe it's what the Wall Street Journal said, which is, quote, Part of El Dorado's success is its management's ability to slim down on unnecessary guest inducements, such as free drinks and hotel stays. Sorry, Total Rewards database. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, right. The merger still needs to be approved by the Federal Trade Commission, but isn't expected to be a hurdle. So the first thing I want to address is the last thing that we just talked about. So here's what I want to believe, because I, they're a good company. They are a good company. They've, they've, they were a struggling company that fixed themselves. Mm-hmm. They fucking, they, like, they know what they're doing. So here's what I would like to believe, is they have better leveraged their customer database to understand what value people really have. Like, don't fucking throw the offers at, sorry, boo, but basically us. We're like, just keep giving them this stuff, and they'll come here and do almost nothing. Although, to be fair, I think they want us to just eat there. So they're like, yes, just come and eat all the time. Do you want some slot play to come eat here? Okay, here's some slot play. Go eat. Go eat. So kind of reverse. But you know what I mean. In most cases. Right. <laughs> So what I would like to believe is they just better know how to go, you want this and you want this. We know how to how to really hone in on this and stop throwing away. Just random stuff. Yeah, random bullshit that people that smart people take advantage of. Right. That's what I would like to believe. And I have reason to believe because they are an intelligent company. I yeah. see I see a fucking grin on this guy's face already. I mean this is I mean this is probably Oh, I hate the. If this is going to be a game changer, you know, it's, it's yeah. one of those. Like, oh, I, you know, I think if it's a good, I mean, I think firstly, it's going to the Reno Reno Tahoe market is going to be more heavily affected because they own they'll own every casino in downtown Reno and they'll own three out of the four casinos in Lake Tahoe as well. So they're going to shift those to wow. other Holy other groups shit. because obviously Lake Lake Tahoe's Harvey's Harris. Uh, was it, was it Montbleu or something? Montbleu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's Elder, they'll be all El Dorado. Downtown Reno is Silver Legacy, Circus Circus, uh, the El Dorado, and Harrods, which is the four and the, the, the small ones down there. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to have to shift uh, a bunch of those to, to other properties. And then obviously on the Vegas Strip, it's like, well, I think Planet Hollywood is the obvious offload because it was kind of, you know, last into the pack. Yeah. But then what do you do with the rest? Again, Bally's Paris is too connected. All right, so we're dumping, we're, we're going back to uh, the other point that I want to talk about. <laughs> Karen, do you have any thoughts about this um, the scaling back of rewards? Not really. I, I don't, I'm not familiar enough with Eldorado to make a judgment on what they do or don't. So, you know, we've said this before that one of the big selling points or one of the big assets that Caesars has is their reward database. It's, it's you know, huge. It's one of the biggest globally. So for El Dorado to get their hands on that, and then if they do have an ability to mine through it better than other companies have, I mean, that's, it could be interesting. It could be much more targeted offers as well, but, you know, we'll have to see. I, I so my utopia world is we somehow find a way to do basically basically what Facebook was already doing, but that we actually approve of them doing, which is one master fucking database that tracks all your fucking shit. And that way you either have access to everybody, well, they do. everybody, or you present yourself to them as like, this is my value. What, what would you give to get my business? This is, this is what I've shown to be able to do. But that's what they're doing. They no, no, have no. The database I, no, 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 no. I mean everywhere. Every single thing I do, when I go 
to the grocery store, when I fix my car, when I order my cable, when I do fucking anything. All my disposable income, my drinks, no, see, everything. You don't, you don't want to do that because that's actually what they're doing in China. And it's really fucking scary. All you, but all you need to do is set up the prop. Don't let fear prevent progress. Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. Whatever. We're not going to agree on that one. It's, just, all, it's, all, it's all black mirror. We've seen it before. We know, we know, <laughs> we know where this leads to. We know exactly where this leads to. All right. So back to, to back to where you're going. That is exciting yeah. as shit, and I couldn't agree with you more because here's where, even though it does sound – I'm not going to call it that. What I think is exciting about it is you are right. Now it needs to not only – I look at it as a ownership – change because we know how to do this better than you and unfortunately you fucked up so now we're going to come in here and just do it better than you and we're not going to be dicks about it but where it's going to be heavily implied you know that that we're just going to merge this whole thing but i mean it seems incredibly act or applicable is that what i'm no that's not what i'm looking for um incredibly uh this is where you come in apropos this is where you're supposed to be helping <laughs> i don't know where you're going with this well i don't believe you because i feel like you're completely tuning me out i'm not I'm fucking listening. See, here's the problem is you're listening and, and playing games and you're playing games and not listening look exactly the same. Yeah, well, you're going to have to get better at figuring out which is which. I'm just going to start throwing things and see if... <laughs> I'm waiting to see when I can talk because you're you're going through this whole... I, I'm waiting to hear your point and then I have a, a question or a point on this too. And instead you turn around and decide that because I'm not meeting what you think is your expectation, you yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is but exactly what's happening. How, how the fuck am I supposed to know what word you want to use if I don't know where the hell you're going with this? I have no idea. If you were following the story, you would see what I, I was, was going. following the story. I feel, I feel. Well, your feelings are wrong. Get over it. You're wrong. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the exciting thing is all these, these markets that are going to have to, because now, now they're going to have to sell off their excess, and they're going to have to reshape. And the idea that... Fertita wants to get a, to, to grab a couple excess I think is kind of cool because now we have that little bloop downtown thing you know if, if you want to just hone in like I, I love I love golden nugget it would be the first the first that has both that a downtown yep. and a that connection connection yeah that is insanely exciting except kind of disappointing in in that you would be so limited and it, it wouldn't help. Uh, we'd really have to focus our play. So do you, do you think they would rebrand if they say, did buy a strip property that would call the Golden Nugget on the strip? Keep a downtown Golden Nugget and a strip Golden Nugget? Because they is that, like the that only, is that the only brand they have? So everything is running. brand anyone gives a shit about that they have. I mean, other the, than the, the restaurant, the, the, no, for, yeah, for the Landry, so for the casino brand, I they, think Golden they no, become, no. They're, they're Golden Nugget everywhere. You're right, Golden they? Nugget everywhere. So, so it would be, and I would, like that idea. That'd be cool. A Golden Nugget on the strip, Golden Nugget on. That'd be a cool idea. So, uh, I, and I'm sorry. I know where I'm going to go next. 
whatever it is that I've stopped you from, I cannot apologize. Now, please go. So mine has to do with tying into selling properties. Okay, go ahead. I don't understand why they would need to sell something on the strip. Because the one article I saw said they were concerned about it being almost like considered a monopoly. It's a monopoly now. No, that's so it, I, I don't. That's I, not why they're concerned. Okay, because to me, it's just like, why would you? I could see selling off properties in Reno or Tahoe, yep. or even spinning some of, like the Harris Joliet. But that's what I mean. Yeah. They didn't have a presence here already. There's so no, if you just took over Caesars, yeah. you're like, well, if it was a monopoly before, how yeah. the fuck is it a monopoly now? Yeah. Right. So that's why I just not don't in the Vegas market. Why, yeah. Not in the Vegas market exactly. Right. Yeah. I don't understand why they why they have to. I mean, if it were me, I would look to sell off the satellite stuff. If they need to try to raise funds or whatever, streamline operations. Okay, but that. for the same reason why you don't oversaturate a market, because you're like, there's only so much money I can get out of this. You know, at some point I have to go, I, I'm fighting for the median. The, the I can't. difference is you're bringing in another competitor then into that market. That's that's the part yeah. that does it. Because right now it's basically... But that's why you have monopoly laws. You have to have competition. I know. And they already do. But what I'm saying is from Caesar's perspective, you just bought this asset. You've got one of the, the largest presence in the marketplace. And you're going to dilute that by selling off one of your properties to, to another company completely. To me, it seems like you're diluting... Your, your customer base here. I mean, to the point, so, so, I mean, what is the impact of MGM selling off TI? What impact has that had? You know, has uh, it made almost, a big difference? Almost so, none. I mean, all your diehards stuck around, so but that's... If, and then, you, yeah. if you offload one of your Caesars properties, again, if they then don't have access to the Total Rewards database, or Caesars Rewards database, then... Total Rewards, are don't you, you ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you're, you're obviously, you're cutting up, you then have to build your database up from, from scratch again. So right. it's whether, which property can you but, offload with the least impact, yeah, as per Karen's point. But that's, you have, like, bringing so in the... not bringing the, you know, give, give away your, your competitive environment through having a heavy presence on, on the strip. Right, and I'm something like a... Um, a property like Planet Hollywood, which I do agree is the most likely one for them to, to offload. But Tillman Fertitta is not is not like, oh, I'm bringing in a competitor. It's not MGM. It's not fucking... Like, I would even say it wouldn't be a bad idea if, if Sands or Wynn wanted it. But, like, I don't think him coming down here is dangerous. I don't think he's threatening. I think that's... I think, if anything, it's, it's what you have at TI 2.0. Because now, somebody like me who... Like, I don't give a shit about TI. If you're going... Oh, I get to go to both of them. I might be interested now. I might try and figure this out, especially if I can get it to stretch to the locals and I have that connection, then I got all of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's whether, you know, Eldorado have gone through the books and said, oh, no, we are, you know, what's, if they're saying we're overexposed on the Vegas Strip, mm -hmm. yes. yeah. yep. having gone through the books, it's like, well, this is the reason why we're, you got it's, it. not, it's not necessarily we want as heavy a presence as possible. We can say we can shave off X amount of savings by divesting. You know, we can right. sell off a bit of debt. Because remember, they said they weren't going to do it. Yeah, yeah. They weren't going to buy it unless they could shave a half a billion yeah. dollars off it. And you're like, yeah. how the fuck are you going to do that? Well, sell a couple casinos on the Strip. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, have you ever set foot inside an Eldorado owned property? Have you been to any? I've been in El and I've been <laughs> in N El Dorado, not in a part of that chain. <laughs> well, that's no good, is it at all? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm, I'm just not yeah. familiar so with So I them. think, I mean, personally, having been to downtown Reno and seeing, you know, they. Hence the reason they they are, they're going with the name Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as I say, those. Well, yeah. Yeah. If you look I, at the I am glad they're keeping the name. Yeah. If you look, so if you look at the Reno market, you know, the, the market leaders or, you know, the high end is the Grand Sierra, which obviously the guys who own the. the uh, SLS slash Sahara. Sahara now. Yep. And obviously Pepper Mill. But the El Dorado ones are, it is, it's very, they're very throwback. You know, it doesn't look as if they've invested an awful lot. They're kind of, they look very tired. Mm. And so 
if you they're not going to come in, I don't think they're going to do what the done you know the done with Sahara and just kind of really put an absolute ton of money into places. I think they're just well, going to keep what's there. And I don't think they should. There. They've already invested yeah. a fucking shit ton lately. But it could be it, it could basically turn the current things into aspects. Okay, we spent a billion dollars refurbing all the Caesars properties in, in on the Vegas yeah. Strip. We are not changing a single thing for the next ten years. So it is what whatever it is now, it's going to be like that. But I mean, it doesn't it doesn't have to be that hard line. Yeah. It, like we can it we can hope. Yes. That it's like, okay, we're not doing anything major. We're going to keep it up. We're going to take care of it, but we're not doing any of these yeah. fucking room designs or any shit like that. So the thing is, will, would El Dorado do what Caesar have done with a link, which has been change after change after change after change? If you oh, look to wow. how that place has evolved from when it first opened, you know, obviously it went through the transition from the quad into Link, but you no, know, with all the new gaming stuff, with the new kind of the, the lighting and everything else, mm -hmm. they have just incrementally swapped things in and out on a regular basis. Are the new owners just gonna come and go, okay, we're done. No more money, we're not spending anything to change it. We're not gonna keep doing these incremental changes. Well, I wonder if maybe that isn't why they're trying to offload some of these other things, because maybe they see part of the success of Link is you have to do that. Like it's just part of that property. And they're like, okay, so we get, we have to spend that money. We're, let's get rid of these guys so we can keep affording to do that. It's going to be a one to watch. So is it 2020 that the deadline for closure? So it's still it's still quite a way yeah. away. So it's not a it's not like a yeah, okay we've agreed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah legally this thing could yes. fall apart, yeah. but all yeah. the parties have agreed yeah. at this point. Now the lawyers are they'll figure it out. So another point of this that I'm just dying to know, and maybe it's been out there and I missed it, is will Icon have seats on the board of the new company? Oh, well, yes, because by default, what they did is they essentially took the two companies and everybody who owned stock in Caesars Entertainment right. got a... got. But that's not necessarily seat on the board. Or put, oh, oh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I would hope not. They've worked together before. I hope that he's just got his... Going to take his money and run. Right. <laughs> I, I would <laughs> okay, hope. Okay, I got my... Uh, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that Caesars generally this, this was sold in one luck. This big... Is, this, we're literally talking about the best-case scenario, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much Based the best on case what scenario. Icon wanted to do with it, yeah. Uh, yeah, this could have been fragmented. We could have had like five new owners in the market. Like it could have been a disaster. Um, yeah, this worked out really well. And if that means you have to lose, to your point, like a TI, maybe a little bit extra. If that's what it takes it, to get this company healthy, so so you don't let somebody like fucking Icon do this shit. If that's what right. it takes, okay, okay, just don't fuck up what they did. Keep doing what they did good. Fix what they did wrong. Right. You know, or even. Try things. Try that. We, 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 if you fuck up and just tell us, we don't mind. That's not a problem. Well, it might be a problem for the new shareholders of the new company, but yeah. Oh, all right. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happened before, and that's why we're in this situation. <laughs> yeah, well, they played the long game far too long <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In like 40 years, trust me, we're going to be kicked. Like, what are you talking about? All these buildings will be gone in 40 <laughs> years, you moron. Yeah. Okay, money was cheap. Let's borrow money. Let's yeah, borrow right, more money. Okay. Right. Oops. We'll borrow against our borrowing. What, you, want, you want us to pay it back? Right. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't that one out. <laughs> no, we need, to, we need to expand. Like, no, you need to pay. <laughs> like, let's do some creative accounting and spit it off into a separate real estate holding. Oh, look, no more debt. Okay. Yeah, no, it's still there. What I think might be the most exciting part of this, uh, the, the final thing I want to discuss about this story, what properties do we think they're looking to get rid of? What properties do we think Fertitta wants? On the strip, oh, what I properties are they going to lose? I mean, Planet Hollywood seems... That seems like it, except... Think about it. That's where fucking Zappos Theater is, man. That's their thing. Now. 
I, we were still, talking about that at I mean, dinner like the other night. The Colosseum. It's like, do you then shift back to the Colosseum? Because the Colosseum is being refurbed. All the headliners are gone. Right. You know, it's like, just ship them across the road. I totally agree with you, by the way. I was just arguing the point that, that yeah. I was like, well, what about this, this concern? brought that up. I mean, especially with the, you know, what MGM has with, um, you know, the park, park yeah. theater and then even T-Mobile. You know, they've got the big concert venues right now. I mean, Caesars only has Zappos and the Coliseum. Well, and, and Zappos does feel like a distraction if the Coliseum was supposed to be your thing. Right. So now it's like, no, cool people come in here, too. No, it's Coliseum. But I think if you look at the artists, I think they were just different. I mean, the Coliseum has had all of the, the legends, for lack of a better word. That's the problem. If, if that divide's going to stay there, they're offloading a monstrous asset right Oh, they now. are. Yeah, that would be. That would be a huge. But to Alistair's point, you know, Cromwell, oh, not Cromwell, Bally's and um, Paris kind of have to go together because they're just connected. Right, because they're connected, which doesn't that seem like a package, like a good package? Yeah. They would also have access then to a shopping promenade. Think about that. You just came on to the, to the fucking strip presence. You get two properties connected to one another, fucking right on the corner from me on Las Vegas Boulevard. And maybe oh, he can figure out what to do with it. And a brand new shopping thing that we haven't figured the fuck out, so I'll do whatever the shit I want with it. Yeah, it's maybe, mine now. maybe he can do something with the bazaar. That seems like a, like, because that's a burgeoning, or, or, uh, yeah, a, a burgeoning market. Burgeoning. Emerging. Market. Emerging market. God damn it. That was terrible. <laughs> I was about to announce Anyway, that's that's an emerging market right now, and you're like, oh fuck, dude, I would have one of those. So that seems like a logical idea to me. Or you know, Cromwell in and of itself is a standalone. I fear, I fear Cromwell because it does seem to perfectly fit in with like, I wanna, I wanna be like baby palms on the strip. Like, well, it seems like you just defined Cromwell. So, it, yeah. I mean, and also cause it seems to be like it, it's going its own direction, you know, especially with, you know, with the gambling uh, ethos of, you know, the free to blackjack, single zero roulette, all that kind of stuff. That it's got its own niche for, for kind of gambling, something that attracts that sort of customer. Then obviously, then the, the, the Dre's crowd uh, for, the, for the for the cool stuff upstairs. But then and Giallo, it's, it's, it, again, it is that that boutique. How do you yeah. fit that in compared to the you know the monsters of Link Flamingo, you know, Harris? Paris, that kind of thing, you know, Planet Hollywood, then you know, much, you know, larger footprints. But it's whether anybody would see that as a a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, it sounds like it kind of fits nicely in the tiers of Caesar's properties. Again, you've got your high-end Caesar's, and you know, Cromwell is like, you know, it's a, a high-end scale of, of, of property. It it does seem like because I do. So my gut tells me that's the first thing: is Planet Hollywood and Cromwell. Those are the two that go. If they go, they go. Which is heartbreaking because then you don't have that hip joint in their portfolio at all. You lost right. them fucking both. Yeah. But the footprint that that would make for them, and, and and by the way, if this were to happen, I think it would have to be like fucking sweet cash that they can't pass up. Like, not like, oh, Icon's going to pay a billion dollars for it. Like, no, no, no. This has got to be like, fuck, we're going to lose both of these. It's got to be sincere because I think that would be Tillman for T to just drop it as nuts on the strip. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just got some badass motherfuckers right here, man. Think about it. Like, comp rooms back and forth between those. Oh, no. I want to fucking see Gwen Stefani over here. No, I want to fucking see, you know, Ja Rule over here. 
But then, then obviously, you know, Rio's been on the market for ages. It's not had any work done to it. So that's the obvious. How can they, we do? What do we offload it for? Yeah, what do I, we, I do. Think how that's low? The, how and, low will you go and maybe to offload Rio? Maybe that's what El Dorado needs to do. Like, going, okay, so what do we really want out of this? Do we want money or do we want to get rid of it? <laughs> well, if you're thinking about it, if you want to talk about, you know, cutting expenses, that property is massive. The real estate. That's why they've been holding on to it because they're waiting for the right person to go. I need a lot of land. And also why the rumor was like baseball stadium because baseball stadiums need a lot of land. It, it just, yeah, they, they couldn't get hardly anything for it, but You're it right. would be a cost-cutting measure. You're absolutely right. To not have to maintain a property that big. Yeah. That they can't. Which, which they're not which, actually which they're maintaining. doing. <laughs> so right, like, well. You spent zero on room improvements <laughs> in the past. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't have to pay for those operational there, costs there, anymore. There no, there's no cost cutting to be done at Rio because all the costs have been cut out yeah. anyway. Yeah, they're yeah. done. <laughs> they're, they're one that I would expect to hear one day saying, yeah, they just shut down the one tower. I know, right? Just, a, just, oh, just consolidate don't say everybody. It. I've always thought it. Don't say it. <laughs> Too late. Sorry. I'm, a, I'm a hoping it's it's the IP where you're like, they keep coming, man. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, shall we move on? So shall we talk about the, the return of the Sahara? And what would have been the big story of the week if the previous story didn't happen? SLS was officially rebranded Sahara, Thursday, June 27th. However, the announcement may be a bit premature as they won't start selling the property as the Sahara until September or October of 2019, after they've installed and or replaced signage, existing signage, with the brand name on it, with the new brand name on it. The signage removal has already begun, most notably on some of the hotel towers, the stupid Pocazarian statue in the Porkshire, that's gone. And the interior actually looks cool again as the final memories of the idea so bad only arrogance could have convinced someone otherwise are thankfully removed and Zarian's failure is complete. Punctuated by fireworks displayed with <laughs> a drone light show brought to you by Intel spelling off the new name Sahara. New owner uh, Alex Morello said the name change is just the beginning of a $150 million renovation expected to be complete in two to three years. I, I, I at least like it's two to three years because it seems like every three years we're like, we're going to invest in it. <laughs> well, and in all fairness, when it closed as, as the Sahara, it needed to be reinvested. Oh, yeah. No one would argue. I mean, that was, you know how, how we defend or I defend Circus Circus and Intel, or at least I defend their owner, or not Intel, uh, IP. Mm. I defend their ownership because I'm like, they're fucking printing. You see how shitty they are. Right. That fucking place is packed all the time. So I get it. But Sahara tipped yeah. because even they couldn't stay packed. Nothing could keep people there. So no well, one then, would argue it needed help and bad. Then, and then it's transformation into SLS just didn't fit. There's, it didn't fit anywhere. There's a reason for that line. Yeah. I mean, he was a complete... I know, it, I'm agreeing with you. It's one of the... It, and and the reason I remember it so, so well is because it's one of the first times that I heard something and I felt, I'm like, I feel like I know a lot about Vegas. I don't, I don't understand what you mean. Like, the stuff you're saying doesn't mesh with what I know and what, what I've seen. And it, for the first time, it made me feel like wow, maybe you, you don't know shit. Maybe you don't know as much as you thought you know. I'm like, all right, all right. And then slowly started watching it going, oh, I 
knew what I was talking about. You didn't fucking know. I knew it. I fucking knew something was weird. I mean, it, it, fundamentally, it was, let's bring L.A. to Vegas. Let's bring all the L.A. brands, all the L.A. restaurants, and everything, put it in the desert so everybody who drives in from L.A. can come and be in L.A., but yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. But uh, isn't that yeah. why they don't they don't want to be in LA? They left LA that's to come exactly. to Vegas, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think that that's I think that, but that seemed to be the premise of it. We'll bring everything that's in LA and try and make it cool in Vegas. So, but then yeah, if you if you're is the idea to pull your existing customers who well I can do this in LA or I can do it right. in Vegas. But yeah, it, it just slowly kind of unraveled as you know kind of the years gone by. They got rid of you know I think a lot of the shops only lasted the brands lasted like a year. So I think like the, after the lease or the licensing agreement and after after a year they all went. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, you know, restaurants disappeared. I think it was there was like a noodle place that was there that, that kind of came and went and was boarded up for like months on end, which I think has just opened again as a as a taco joint. Taco joint. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then we've got, yeah, so Katsuya's gone. I think only, like, Cleo is kind of hanging on by its fingernails. Barely. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thank goodness, thank goodness for Bizarre Meat. Yay. Yeah, from my understanding, that thing's not going anywhere. I think at least um, Jose's bought, you know, he's, like, 100% owner yeah. of Bizarre Meat in, in that, that place. So it's, yeah. all, it's all good, folks. All yeah. good. Ex- exciting. So ex- the brand, you excited to have it back? I just, you know what I think it is? Like, everybody talks about brands don't worry. Oh, when you bring back, they don't work. Because you brought back shitty versions of them. Yeah. Come back with a good one. <laughs> no, and I I'm I like Sahara even better than Grand Sahara. I, I just it's yes, it's kind of totally. taking it back to what it should have been to begin with. That's what Morello said, the new owner. He's like there it was rumored that like on why? Like anything we add on to Sahara degrades it. Yeah. It's way better as just it's Sahara. Sahara. I mean the history that's there and now you're you're giving it finally the refresh and the love that it needed to you know, invoke that Sahara feel again. And I saw one article today, it was kind of, or a tweet, I think it was sort of funny, where they're announcing, you know, the name going back to, to, to Sahara, and it was a local that said, yeah, because everyone that lives in Vegas has been calling it Sahara ever since it's closed. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's got to be difficult for a property that they then made a major intersection after. <laughs> well, just... Yeah, that's the thing. It's right there on the, yeah. yeah. So Also, uh, for me, it's a, it was the first hotel I ever stayed in in Vegas. Oh, really? Back, yeah. Back in 1992, I had an amazing view of a half-built stratosphere. Yes. It's a little stump. <laughs> Look at it. It's like, wow. what is that over there? It's a stump. Oh, no, that's going to go to be the stratosphere one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think also given the um, how well Grand Sierra's done in Reno, it's a great property. Again, they're refurbishing it. They're really nice rooms there. So at least well, it, you know it's the ownership is good. The well, what kind of a hero hands. is he? If he does it, this is why I'm like, please do it right. Please do this right. Because what kind of a hero would you be to go, no, I'm going to pay the extra to buy this name that's already out there that I'm sure I could come up with a cheaper version. It just feels better. Somebody like me, like you guys go to Bizarre Meet all the time. Like you asked me this last time you went to Bizarre Meet, like, sure you just want to go i'm like no because i don't want to eat they don't really have anything that i care to patronize there right i don't want to gamble there because i don't give a shit um i don't want to go to any of their food because i've had bad experiences where i think they're kind of dicks so at least the food that is on my level like i've not had i I just (laughs) i don't give a shit about that property this 
wipes the slate, and I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go check it out. Let's, let's, uh, oh, we need to play here a little bit. I'll support you. Yeah, yeah, we'll do whatever. Oh, you got some good food. I like the beer. We should hang out here a little bit. I mean, interesting. That's uh, what that brings with it. That name. That's what it brings with it. So I was there on sometime this week <laughs> for, for, for Clio and uh, wondering. So there were all the, or most of the blackjack tables were five dollars. The craps table were five dollars. They've done a really good job with the new, the Casbah Casino Bar. It's really, really, really nice. And it's very similar to what you find up in in, in, the, in the Grand Sierra. So they have done, and you know, they've, and they've put the ceiling in, and it looks so much better and so much kind of more, I think, more vibrant and warm and welcoming than the kind of the stark industrial black and you know black and white stuff that was there previously. So you know, it's definitely seemed to be moving in the right direction. I think they just need to kind of get, you know, the. It's still like half and half right now, so it's yeah. still very much SLS. So once they fully stamp it, Sahara, and then just really go for the you know the full push of you know the Sahara's back, yeah, essentially, that's really going to be an interesting part of the process. I agree. I totally agree. Okay, so the uh, Cake Boss expands to Harris. While the two other Vegas locations in Venetian are doing fine, the Cake Boss decided to reach over to see how the other half lives. Pizza Cake will take over the space currently home to Gifts Plus Retail Store, located bet between Breeze Daiquiri Bar and the Piano Bar. The concept is grab-and-go desserts via a custom cake ATM. Eater Vegas reports that the inside will also offer counter service, table seating, stand-up counters, and freestyle Coke dispensers. So, so, hopefully you're equally annoyed right now. What the hell is pizza cake? <laughs> it's... The names of the food that will be available inside smashed together. So, it may be better to announce that the Cake Boss has opened a pizza shop. They'll also have cakes at it. No word when Pizza Cake is expected to open. <laughs> yeah, that's my thoughts exactly. I, and I haven't, in fairness, I haven't been to either of his spots in Venetian because the thought of the cake boss opening a restaurant just for me seems stupid. So I'm not, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I have no need to go try that. This even, I'm just, I don't, it's stupid. And pizza cake, really? That's, that's what you're naming this You know, thing? it's funny. I thought for a second that maybe it was like, what is, what is it? Milk that came up with like cereal flavor. Oh yeah. That's what she's known like for. It's like a huge fucking thing. Yeah. So I thought I'm like, Wow, did he come up with something fucking amazing? And then I just keep reading the story. I'm like, no. he just puts fucking words together. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think it's going to set the, the catering world alight, is it? Really? <laughs> right. I think fairly sure the food's going to be like, nah. Right. <laughs> Who knew? If they have two hands, they want pizza in one and cake in the other. <laughs> yeah, and I, I... Feels like a Chris Farley skit. <laughs> If, if you had told me that this was going into Flamingo, I would say, oh, yeah, absolutely. It fits with the, the awful shit. food service offerings that they have at Flamingo. But it's in Harris, so. Wow. That is, <laughs> that, um, that, it, that is a period on a sentence that I, I challenge the world to fucking disagree with. You're, you're absolutely right. That, uh, minus Rio, as much as I love it, and these fucking pricks better not ruin it. Flamingo is where things go to die. <laughs> oh, it just, it, no, it just has the worst food offerings of any casino. Think about, I've, we've never, we've had a okay meal there. I think was about as good as we got. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the steak place. Right, and it's the steak. It wasn't yeah. fucking pizza. Or, no. well, like a great chili cheese fries here or something. No, it wasn't anything like that. But their steak was, it was okay. Like, oh, well, that's Jesus what I mean. Christ. Their their cafe 
had canned fruit on the buffet. The only time we've ever that, had Benihana that's been bad. The only time right? in our entire lives that we've ever done a hibachi that was bad. Ever been bad. Um, that you got pizza there at the first place time and my took a life, bite and threw it out. Never heard. Uh, I I was that guy going. There's no such thing as bad pizza. There's just varying degrees of good. Like no, I, it has been established that Flamingo has bad pizza. So didn't they like have a was it a sewage pipe break in the uh, food court and nobody noticed the difference? <laughs> That's right. I do remember I like that. It. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, stations union problems. A few weeks ago, the National Labor Relations Board ordered the Palms to recognize and bargain with the culinary union. The property has continued to fight unionization infiltration for years. However, in 2018, an employee vote resulted in 84% pro-union. This week, they began to pick it. Stations and Vegas unions have been at odds as far back as 2016 when Boulder Station was the first property in their portfolio whose employees voted to unionize in September of that year. Since then, it's been a domino effect. Employees at Palace Station voted to unionize March 2017, Green Valley Ranch in November of 2017, Palms in April of 2018, and Sunset Station and Fiesta Rancho this month, June 2019. To date, Palms has refused to negotiate or acknowledge unionization at its properties and continues to exercise its legal options to discourage them. <laughs> that amused me that because I kept reading these things that said um, uh, it, they, it, they've, it's now been filed against them for not working you know, with the union or doing this. And I'm like, Wow, they're really getting in trouble. And then what you realize is this organization that really has no power whatsoever is like, we condemn you. Like going, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> you can support the show and look cool doing it by purchasing things from our merchandise store, Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. We have shirts, flasks, koozies, recreational games, and a ton more. All shirts are available in multiple colors, sizes, and over 150 different styles for men and women. And if you have a request for something you'd like that we don't currently offer, just let us know. If we can do it, we'll create it for you. Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. So which, which casinos are unionized here? So Caesars are unionized, MGM? All the big Lucy, guys the, the, are union. The Basically, ones, the strip in downtown are unionized. Yeah. From my understanding, I'm sure I'm missing someone somewhere, but... Yeah. And there's no power to force into it. If, you know, for X amount of the workforce say we want to unionize, they can't be forced into... I mean, the only unions. thing you can do is you can prevent... The, and arguably, any place that a union is, they have a very strong uh, workforce there. So the only real thing you can fuck them over on is if you are in need of a, of a workforce with a specific skill set and you don't have access to it because they kind of control it, that's the way they can fuck you. Otherwise, you're right. For the most part, you're like, we don't care. No one you can, cares. You can have as many votes as you want. It's going to make well, no difference. So they, they basically, the, the folks that are trying to help form the union have to supplement. So if the employees are on strike, they're not getting paid. It's so, an investment. So they, they, these groups that are like the National Labor Relations Board have a fund where they will pay people to strike. Because otherwise, you think about it, these are people that have yeah. families and bills and stuff, and they, they can't afford to not work but these groups are you know supporting them and the thought is if you get a large enough percentage of the workforce that steps out and goes on strike then you're kind of forcing the employer to deal with you yeah. Yeah. But, and the problem is the city's so fucking transient that as you're getting union people in there like going 
yeah, we'll just grab one of them. They're <laughs> coming in. We're, we're, we're we can find somebody else to do yeah. this. Yeah. So, and by the way, as much as I rail on unions, I have no problem with basically any of that concept. The problem is I don't feel that they actually represent the real needs anymore. So now I, I love when as their power continues to slip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to stay out of that one. Okay, so let's uh, move into PropBets. For those of you unfamiliar, PropBets is just an extension of the news, but with bits of pieces of noteworthy items. I'm going to be honest before we start. I remember at some point that I had one of these in order, so it would land specifically you... on me. Oh, no. And the problem <laughs> is, it's been <laughs> such a long time since we've done a regular show, I don't remember where it is. You can't, you can't so there's catch. a pretty good shot I may have fucked it up by adding another story in here somewhere, so... Let's let, let, let the adventure begin. So we're going to do a prop, prop bets roulette. Who's going to go first? Da, 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 da. Who's reading the first story? Is and the thing is, is, is I don't remember Mark? what it is was, it Karen? but I'm pretty sure as, as we go, we're going to be like, oh, if Mark wanted to say that. Okay, so in a cost-cutting measure, Vital Vegas reports that Cirque is eliminating the live music in the Zoom Manatee production at New York, New York. Did anybody even know that? I'm fairly sure that no one's going to humanity for the I music. Was, I was thinking somebody high up in Cirque was kind of like, this is how we keep it classy. Live music, people. There is nothing classy this, about that show. This is how. No, no, no. That is art, Karen. And you know how it's art? Live music. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody just came in and like going, nobody likes it. It's expensive. We're going to tracks. <laughs> It's tits, ass, and violins. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is reporting that an American bar is opening in the space formerly home to Leonard Skinner's Barbecue and Beer at Excalibur. And that's about all we know, as the rest of the article was just a recap of Leonard Skinner's failed restaurant. <laughs> Why would you report that? Yeah, we're going to put an American-style restaurant in here. Okay. Do you have a name or a person in mind? <laughs> oh, I thought I thought the name was an American bar. Uh, I perhaps, perhaps, maybe it's literally that bad that I'm like, oh my god, was it really an American bar? Well, I, I remember thinking the name is stupid, but maybe that it, I just assumed that was the name. Maybe it's that bad. I don't, I don't even feel to Google it because I care that little. It's Uger has opened at <laughs> Valley's Grand Bazaar with a 40-foot-tall gumball machine as its entrance. This is the candy shop's fourth location in Las Vegas, the second on the Strip, and the only one visible to outdoor pedestrian traffic. The other Strip location is in the Venetian's Grand Canal shops. We have an It's a Girl over here, and I'll be honest, I've got candy in it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Every once in a while, it's fun to be a kid and like, oh, this is fun. They do have some novelty valueless. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's... So do you like walk into the shop and go, how do you pronounce the name of this place? Is it It's Ugo? Is that right? No, but, go, as, <laughs> no but as we're <laughs> in there, them. I will make a concerted effort yeah. to <laughs> mispronounce it. I will. <laughs> not to them. I'm not that dick. But to Karen, <laughs> I'll constantly be like going, Karen, look, it, it's it's Ugo Jolly Ranchers. So what's Ugo? So what is Ugo then, please tell me? <laughs> right? Explain to me in your shop. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I get the it's, but I'm not quite sure what the Ugo is. <laughs> I get the it's. Can, and can I, explain and I the even, concept? I even get the capital S because you're like, it's, it's it's here. Okay. Like it's here. <laughs> no sure it's sugar but like I don't see so it. So it's it's it sugar. It, it's sugar. Or it's ugar. I don't They're see it. They're missing an S in there. I don't see it. They kind of they kinda of like squished it together <laughs> this in This guy a, just refuses a... to admit that there needs to be an extra S by it doesn't make any sense. 
should be there should be two S's. I feel I feel you've got you've got a, go say you've got a problem with your sign. Yeah. You're missing an S. Yeah, don't like, get this, all this cavalier mistake. here with your cost cutting and act like you're clever. You've got a spelling mistake. <laughs> uh, so Binions continues to renovate their property in ways that doesn't address the fact their hotel is still closed. The latest project is to build a new theatre in the hotel Apache section of the property so it can host a residency for the show Hypnosis Unleashed. <laughs> Hopefully it's not like those uh, rogue hypnotists in the, uh, was it Casino Confidential that we watched the other day? Because <laughs> that would be a disaster if you're randomly hypnotizing people on the casino floor and making them fall over. I'm sure it's going to be like a health and safety issue. That show will forever be changed now. <laughs> we binge-watched that well, whole Alistair thing. Well, Alistair hadn't seen it. Because well, he can't get it in the UK. Right. So all we did is watch it, and it only took, what, 30 seconds into the first episode, where all we did is the three of us took turns trying to figure out ways to rip on the situation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, shame on you, Canada, for producing such misogynistic nonsense. Oh, my God. I <laughs> never realized how heavy-handed it is until he pointed it out. Oh, yeah. It, it's, what? A woman's going to try and help out in this situation? What? Just tune in to find out what happens next. Like, pretty sure it's going to be fine. Or that the, <laughs> they set up that all the women fight each other and hate each other and they're jealous. Oh, right. And I, and, exactly. Yeah. She's a female stock car driver. Despite the fact she's had ovaries for her entire life, she can still get in a press of pedal and turn left and you then left what? again. It's really brave <laughs> stuff that she's doing over there. I couldn't I couldn't do it with her ovaries. I couldn't I mean, do she's it. She's only a 16-year-old girl. I mean, who could do that? Right. Well, I, and, didn't, and they did shit like that. She's only 16. And a girl. <laughs> yeah, they did. We're using jailbait to promote Binion's where We've got to be at least 21 to come in. Exactly. <laughs> we digress. In the wake of Celine Dion's residency conclusion, Caesars Entertainment is teaming with ZZ Top to develop an original musical. No, oh, God. No word if they plan to install a production as a resident in the Coliseum. That's just... My initial inclination is yours, and then I'm like, what the fuck is a ZZ Top musical, musical like? I know. Because then, then I instantly sway to like incredibly interested. Like, are you are you very interested? You know, very very interested. Or you know, extremely interested. Like, extremely ticket. Go. Yes. I, I, Mine goes to eleven. I, <laughs> That's not ZZ Top, I know, honey. I know. I know. I can't even think of a ZZ Top song. What? Legs, what? Legs top dress. Uh, 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 top dress, dress man. man. Sharp dress man. man. Um, every girl's crazy about a sharp dress man. Doo, doo, doo. And you reckon you could put a musical together with that? Well, I don't oh. think I, mean, I don't think it's their music. <laughs> it's I think <laughs> they're creating a musical, not necessarily with their music. That would be so. They're weird. not kind of trying to do like a Mamma Mia you, and see. You're blowing my mind because oh, that never <laughs> occurred to me. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. A ZZ Top musical, <laughs> like a Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, oh. now, now I really get your response. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh God, no. <laughs> oh, so you're developing an original musical. Okay, okay. Well, that's Do, doomed remember, to failure. Doomed to failure. Remember those two years when we had that one album where we had those two hit songs? Let's make a musical. <laughs> Seems a bit of a stretch, but anyway. Fun. Mark Branco. The dealer and ringleader of the group that stole $1.2 million from Bellagio through a crap scheme has been placed in the Nevada Black Book, banning him from ever entering a casino in the state of Nevada. He is the 26th person added to the list, which includes three other members of said scam. Wow, good for them. 
<laughs> or I mean the state in this case. <laughs> it's because, yeah, good for them. Four, you fucking pieces of shit. Like, we're not playing around. Book. Route. Done. And it, and remember, we talked about this when it happened. Like, the one guy gave this, sab, this sob story about, I just want to be able to go into these properties because I, I love and appreciate them. Like, oh, well, you probably shouldn't have fucking stole from them then. Right. Yeah, he wanted to be able to go to, to dinners and shows and everything else. And they're just like, yeah, no. It's like, there have to be consequences. It's, yeah. the, it's the law. Especially for stealing a million fucking dollars in a cheating scam. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. You didn't just smash and grab, you dumbass. It was this whole elaborate thing that took years to do. Right. You are a criminal mastermind. That's why you must go. Okay, so what was it? Potty Potter, an Harry Potter parody, is now in a short-term residency at Bally's Wait, window hold on. showroom. The American English version of that was Potted Potter. Potted, Potted, Potty Potter. Potted, Potted, Potted. Because you got to do the glottal stop. I, I assure, Potted Potter. I assure you, they intentionally do it so it sounds like it's the exact same thing. It's some heavy cockney like going, don't, Potty Potter. Don't pronounce the T's. Oh, Potty Potter. So the, was it the original cast will be used until 23rd of June. <laughs> At which time the resident performers will take over, and uh, tickets to Potty Potter are forty dollars. <laughs> Sounds blooming marvelous. That was not the thing I planned, and there's no way whatever I planned will be better than that. <laughs> People will use that as ringtones now. <laughs> it's Potty Potter. Karen will be the first one. <laughs> It was announced that the same contractor that built the T-Mobile Arena in the park has been signed to build the MSG Sphere venue planned for behind Venetian Palazzo. The 17th... (laughs) (laughs) The what? It's a new number. That's how amazing this place is going to be. 17,5000. It's 17,5000 seat, Karen. The 175,000 million seat, billion seated arena. It's Karen, it's a sphere and magical. <laughs> it's full of the people from China. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, 17,500 seat stadium is expected to be completed by 2021. Yeah, that's still doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's, have you seen you? It's these, I like the big, deep hole. You know, they have dug a really big circular hole in for, the ground. For the record, I've been a <laughs> smart ass about it. I fully believe this is happening. I'm sorry, I saw a job posting for a project manager for it the other day, and I was like, okay, well, I guess they are hiring somebody. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I joke, this is happening. Yeah, you can, if you, that's the, the one advantage of taking the monorail is you do get to see all this construction that's happening on the right. convention center and the MSG Sphere and the Caesars and, thing and, and, and the what, win. What and win else, wasted yeah. money on? Like, yes. that's what and you trim the golf course back for? Rebuilding the golf course. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Las Vegas monorail. If you want to see the back of properties, yeah. <laughs> see, I like it. <laughs> but it's not really what you give to tourists. <laughs> The promised cafe coming to Absinthe is here. Teresa by Cafe Americano at Caesars, the sister restaurant to Cafe Americano or the patio of said establishment, recently opened just off the lobby of the resort and next to the Absinthe tent. I don't know. I, mean, I suppose it technically counts, but I kind of feel like you're... I kind of feel like like you're like... No, 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 that's right by our thing. It's our thing. It's our thing. It's our thing. Like, whatever, dude. We're it's just a, a cafe expansion of a very mediocre cafe, I think, probably what it is. Pretty much. We want outdoor seating. What are we going to do? I don't know. We'll call it an absinthe outdoor seating. <laughs> uh, this week, DJ Steve Aoki was introduced as the next artist featured on the Fremont Street Experience. After the new show was unveiled, Aoki performed live on the Main Street stage. That's actually kind of a big deal. Good for them. 
Circa Sportsbook was recently introduced at Golden Gate with two betting kiosks. Expansion of the brand into the D is next, which I thought it just, yeah, it just debuted. Happened. I okay. told you these have been a while. Yeah. <laughs> and it also expanded into the D uh, before waiting for the completion of construction to debut its namesake property. Adapting to demand, Park MGM restaurants have made some changes to their hours of operation. Primrose has eliminated dinner, now is only open for breakfast and lunch, and Nomad Bar no longer serves breakfast or lunch Monday through Saturday. That's a bit of a shocker, considering the price of... Who doesn't want to buy a $30 burrito? <laughs> it's a like, $30 mediocre burrito. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we could see this one coming, basically. Right. We understand your... We saw your breakfast offerings. We saw your pricing. Right. These are never going to sell. Yeah. Minus five ice bar at Mandalay Bay now has an ice sculpture featuring two Vegas Golden Knight logs. Logos. <laughs> logos. <laughs> it says logs. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it says. Okay, so. It's, it's been documented. <laughs> has an ice sculpture featuring two Vegas Golden Knights logos. The NHL logo, pucks inside the ice blocks, a net, and a goalie. Uh, fans can pose for pictures with said sculptures for Hockey of the Ice. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's never been hot enough here that I wanted to step in minus five. Never. Nope. I've been here 113 that degree days. That just sounds miserable Never to me. been here. Yeah, I, I Why? Agree. Why do I want to go into a bar? I'm cold in most casinos right. anyway. Why I do know, I want to go into a bar <laughs> where minus, I have to put on a coat before I go in? <laughs> minus five casino. Which one? Right? Exactly. <laughs> Lady Gaga made a surprise guest appearance at Brian Newman After Dark, a new performance at Nomad Bar, this after performing her two-and-a-half-hour residency at the Park Theater. Gaga stuck around for about 90 minutes and even sang six songs before calling it a night. Is she not... Is she, she's the new Sinatra, right? Let's just call it. Let's just call it. That, that's pimp shit right there. Where you're just like, oh, hey, we're just hanging out. No, I'm just supporting my butt. All right, I'll sing. But with, <laughs> with fewer mafia connections, I'm assuming. <laughs> what, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and those are suspect. All Nets chairman and president Jackie Robinson claimed the project is not only not dead, the double negative in there for a reason, mm-hmm. they are fully financed for $2.6 billion and expect the project to resume construction in the next two months. The non-gaming hotel project, located on the site formerly home to the Wet n' Wild Water Park North Strip, is placing all their eggs in the securing of an NBA franchise <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's about sums it up. Uh, upgrades to the western section of the Fremont Street Experience is complete and operational. Uh, the Fremont Street Experience renovation project has been broken into eight sections with a planned project completion of 31st of December 2019. I'm psyched. We gotta go downtown. I wanna see it. Oh, Vital Vegas posted a picture of the section that's. Oh, complete. I saw it. I saw it. I wanna see it for real, though. Holy my shit, eyes. that's bright as hell. Yeah. I mean, it but, was daytime and it was That's the great clear. thing about it is that yeah. they'll be able to dial it back. We've seen it happen. Yeah. Uh, what they've done with that is way cooler than the reason why you get down there to see, oh, I saw it. Like, what they do with it now, I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Despite the recent approval of weed lounges by the city of Las Vegas, the state of Nevada recently passed a bill that prohibited the changing of legislation for two years after it's enacted. That means the earliest Vegas will see its first cannabis venue won't be until July of 2021. I suspect in the next legislative meeting, there will be an act drawn up to expedite this. <laughs> Pretty sure they thought they were going to start getting some revenue rolling here. Like, oh, 
Well, if you think about it, I keep saying a lot of the um, the locations where they have the space are even adding, like, cafes and food, which, I mean, that's just... It's where it's going to end whole, up. Yeah, just it's hang out here. It's going to happen. Yeah. Just get there as fast as possible. Stop being stupid. It's just getting the, it's getting the groundwork in, so as soon as the, the law changes, it's, you kind of, you know, you're ready to roll straight off the bat. It's going to happen. And to be honest with you, like, and I mentioned it on Twitter when we saw the federal government is starting to make moves to legalize the baby variations of medical, what started all of this that they're starting to look for. I'm like, yes, this is the beginning. And can we do it sooner than later? Because we're really dragging out the inevitable. I mean, honestly, it's the inevitable. What will more than likely happen up, or happen, happen up, what will more than likely end up happening is you'll have states, just like you still have counties that are still dry, you'll have states that'll go, not here, like, fine. It's not federally illegal, so fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Although I guess it would still be a problem if you carry just across state lines into a state that it's illegal on. Yeah. So I hope I don't live by those. <laughs> and I, my guess is they're going to be in a Bible-y, belty area. So I'm not really concerned. Sorry, Chris Moore. <laughs> <laughs> did I get lost in something? That's you. Palms? No, I was working on it. I did the weed lounge. But... No, I did the weed lounge. Oh, I just got excited when I talk about it. Jesus. <laughs> Palms has completed the absorption of the nightlife options at the property this week when they took over the Apex Social Club from partners Click Entertainment. Or Click Entertainment. I'm never going to get it right, nor care. (laughs) Click Entertainment still runs Green Street Kitchen and Side Piece Pizza at the Palms. I want some Side Piece Pizza. If you recall, I I don't know if it's any good. I just, I have to. It's a kitsch. If you recall, having Click run the nightlife options was never the original plan, but they took over after the original partnership fell through. What a good partner. Good for you, Click. I'm sure they got paid to run them for a while. Good for you, Click. Uh, Vital Vegas is reporting that the Starbucks located in the Waldorf Astorio, formerly known as the Mandarin Oriental at City Center, has decreased its prices in an attempt to increase traffic and sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I continue to argue. Except for Aria, City Center represents the pain in the ass that it is when you live in a major city and you want to get to some place. Like, I want to get there, but like, it's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah. It's like all the people that trying to cross the road. Instead of going being forced into the Aria and across the bridge, people like where they jump the barrier and mm-hmm. kind of run across like eight lanes of traffic going, really? Yeah. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Although they do deserve to be removed from the food chain. Oh, yeah. completely! Oh, no. Absolutely, if somebody does yeah. That, that's, that's... It's the equivalency of the help uh, of the helmet law. Like you're just not letting natural selection do its <laughs> do its duty. Been working all this time. The city of Las Vegas has launched a reality show that highlights how local government addresses the issues the city faces, exacerbated by neon madness. Season one. In what debated? <laughs> exacerbated. <laughs> Season one, comprised of only three episodes, is available now on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Roku and the city's Go Vegas app. Those episodes feature a massage parlor suspected of prostitution, which is now closed, a nonprofit group troubles, and short-term rental party houses. No details were shared on the potential location, but the Atomic Museum announced plans to relocate to a venue closer to downtown Vegas. The Atomic Museum originally opened in their current space in 2005, and since then have simply outgrown their current situation. The lease on the space they are currently in expires in 2023. It is heavily rumored they are trying to get them very close to downtown, as close as they can actually get them. Well, that makes sense. I agree. Totally. That would be a place I would go to if I could get to it. 
in, you know. So we could, uh, we could get to it now, but. Right. So what's the visitation exploded that place then? Ah. And that's going to do it for episode, but no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so Plaza now offers round-trip airport transportation to guests staying at the property. Spiegel World, the company behind Absinthe at Caesars Palace and Opium at Cosmopolitan, is opening the Atomic Saloon Show in Venetian's Grand Canal Shops. Performances will be held in the Kraken Music Hall beginning September 8th. Tickets are already on sale starting at $75. I, I wouldn't pay $75 for a show that I don't know what the fuck it is. Doesn't it... So here's here's the fear that immediately comes to me is you mix absinthe with Venetian and it sounds to me like those guys that dress up in the clown makeup and they're going to fuck with you and do yeah. shit. Like, that sounds like absinthe would be like, that would be awesome if we did that. Like, no, it would not. Yeah. They're going to fuck with you and do shit. Really? That's, that's, that, should, that, should, that should definitely be like on the promo poster. <laughs> Welcome to Venetian. They're going to fuck with you and do shit. I, I start getting a text from the gazillionaire in about 30 seconds. Like, God damn it. <laughs> and lastly, Allegiant Airlines announced they will begin a new nonstop flight option to Vegas for Redmond, Oregon, starting October 3rd. Sorry, Oregon. Because it's Frontier. It's Allegiant. Oh. Legion. Same thing. Same problem. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Okay, so that, that's going to do it for uh, episode 304. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. <laughs> if you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Alistair, where can folks find you? Um, they can find me driving the extraterrestrial highway into the middle of Nevada. Oh. <laughs> Karen, where can they find you? <laughs> I'm at Karen Mark. That's not as magical. No, he just told you where not. you can find me, so until next time. <laughs>